hello and thanks for coming back to listen to this season of the solo sessions. This is that time of year that if we're not careful, we take our exhaustion and our burnout. We throw some fairy lights over the top of it and hose it down with a good bottle of Baileys. That's why I'm doing these bite-sized solo sessions where I'll share little nuggets of wisdom and insight that you can catch while you're on the go or chilling out for 10 minutes over the next unfolding weeks. Now, Many of us so regularly in our day mutter, I'm feeling so stressed, this stresses me out, or this is getting right on my tits. And as a mental health writer, having researched a lot about mental health, one thing that struck me was how little so many of us actually know about the true mechanics of stress. It's the life knowledge that, you know, unfortunately, we're not taught about it at school. Certainly my generation weren't. So for this week, I thought it'd be good to remind ourselves why our brain only sees the shitstorm we're about to walk into in December and why we're feeling extra frazzled right now. So to start off, let's break down some of the theory and the jargon surrounding stress so you can get clearer sense of why it's imperative you learn to manage yours better and sooner. Now, despite all the incredible advances in history, you know what? The human brain, it's not changed much since the primitive days. We're walking around with a mind wired up to ensure survival, and that is all. Finito. So, it's no wonder our poor primitive brain, with its outdated wiring, it's freaking out left, right and centre as it navigates the fast pace of today's modern world. It's basically detecting the multiple high alert shit show incidences that we encounter in every which way and direction. So if you think about the high alert moments in daily life, well, we all wince at the sound of the, you know, the WhatsApp group messaging going bonkers or text messages or emails just flying in. Maybe you also have clenched your jaw when you opened your latest heating bill. Maybe you thought like you saw the Christmas visiting itinerary and it just brings tears to your eyes. Whatever boat you're sailing this storm in, chances are you'll have one or multiple high alerts in your day. And that's why our brain is struggling to handle this continual stream of negative emotions and experiences. Think about it. This time of year, for so many of us, it taps into fear, overwhelm, anxiety, perfectionist tendencies, not feeling good enough, the grief, the loneliness, abandonment. With all of these floating about, our brain is just trying to protect us by slamming on the panic button and taking us down so we chill for a bit. If you're tackling grief, sadness, loneliness, heartbreak, we often physically feel that manifest within us. How many of us actually get sick this time of year? How many of us get taken down physically to the point where we have no choice but to rest? Now, our brain is literally scouting, armed with a spotlight, searching for all the triggers that the end of year shenanigans bring. So no wonder we tend to, oh, you know, we don't even see the glimmers, do we, that are available to us and what they can bring. It's triggers only. It's all that hard wiring at work. And it's not your fault. I want you to remember that. It's not your fault. But let the focus of this be you can actually do something about this. We can work with this wiring now we understand it better. So humans can operate in either of two ways. The best 
best version of ourselves is when we're content and relaxed. So the parasympathetic state where we rest and digest. This is when life is tickety-boo. We think clearly, we have a great sense of control, we feel confident, we don't worry, we're slaying our day nicely, thank you very much. The worst version of ourselves is when we're in survival mode, the sympathetic state, when we operate from a place of fight, flight, freeze, stress response. Now, this is activated when there's a threat in our environment. So, cortisol floods our system, helps our primitive brain kick into action to fight off or flee from this threat. When we sit on this chair, our mind continually races and we feel unable to switch off. The sympathetic state has us struggling to sleep and relax. And then there's the irritability, the rage, that fiery anger as our brain hits the panic button. It's terrifying to sit in this state. It feels awful. But your brain doesn't care because its only focus is to make you move your ass and run away from the perceived um, threat. So, and actually, honestly, it really doesn't know the difference between a wild crocodile lurking in a lagoon to a Christmas crocodile who's wearing a twin set, a string of pearls, taking all the smoked salmon off the buffet table as they ask you when you're going to get a proper job. Yeah. In this modern world, we don't even stop to calm our nervous system down afterwards. We don't exercise to remove that cortisol flood in our system. Instead, we just lie down, switch on Netflix. We don't rest. We go and we do our Christmas shopping while we have that fiery energy. We don't relax. We don't nurture ourselves. We drink a bottle of wine and call everyone who crossed our path that day a fuckface. At this time of year in particular, we just get up the next day. We rinse and repeat, carry on, carrying on, depleting ourselves more and more. Now, this is not good or pretty because sometimes due to chronic dysregulation, we get stuck in that damn stress response. And this is when we shut down and we become so dangerously close to the edges of burnout, or we've tipped into it. You feel hopeless. Apathy. You don't give a rat's arse anymore as you sit in this freeze state. Maybe you crank up the dial of your people-pleasing, so you abandon all of your needs. A quick rundown of the telltale signs that you are dysregulated need to calm your nervous system down pronto is you can't think straight, struggling to say what you mean, you're completely distracted and you can't listen or take in any new information, your mind feels blank, you feel tearful, there's no obvious reason, you feel like you've left your body, it feels like you've jumped ship, that'll be disassociation for you, you're unable to consider the other person in a situation or feel any empathy for the situation, maybe you feel intense anger, you have an urge to run away and hide. There's the urge of flee for you. You want the confrontational issue just to be over. So you agree without thinking it through. Well, there's the fawning for you. You feel a sense of internal panic and irrational thoughts of dread. 
And for those who've been listening to this podcast for a while and following my work and message, yes, you get extra points, my love, because you've recognised that all these resemble burnout symptoms too. In a nutshell, if you remember one thing from this podcast, if you take one thing away, please let it be this. And that's basically when the shit goes down, the self-care has to go up, okay? Shit goes down, self-care goes up. We need to be able to self-soothe, self-regulate our nervous systems to get back to a place of calm, confidence, peace, good decision-making, get back to that parasympathetic state. Some of the quickest and easiest ways to calm our nervous systems are yoga, And you know what? You can do yoga on YouTube. I, oh my God, I actually really love yoga with Adrian. She has this dog called Benji. I just love him. Anyway, I think I watch it more for the bloody dog Benji than the yoga, but hey, it gets me doing yoga. Walks are really good, specifically in nature. Breath work, like slow, deep breaths from the belly. That's a really good way to calm that nervous system right down meditation. Again, there's great ones on YouTube. You know, look out for people that you really kind of are drawn to on Insta. Um, I love Caroline Mead. She does Time For Me and Kelly Day, who does Bloom Healing. Um, They have some lovely woo and wonder in there. Tappings are also a really good thing. I adore Sarah Tobin's tapping scripts and work. Cuddling, being hugged by someone that you love and trust. And if someone's not around, a weighted blanket. They're brilliant for this. Spending time with a pet. I mean, my cat literally, he's the king of the house. But I've noticed we can all be having a terrible day. Winston walks in, everyone wants to hug him, pet him. Like, he just makes you feel better. Dance. Kitchen disco time. Shake it off. Physically move or shake off that energy. Guilty pleasure songs are on full blast and then all of a sudden you're just getting rid. You're moving that energy through your body and you're calming your nervous system down. Nature and sunshine, they're brilliant. Also, you know, reduce the stimulation around you. Turn down the volume, turn the telly off, turn like that background stimulation off. Ground yourself, walk barefoot again, weighted blankets, you sit on the sofa round your shoulders. There's also, um, you know, the cold water, the cold plunges, the ice baths, the jumping in the sea, the sea swimming, that's really good. And it alleviates inflammation as well and increases the repair systems in our body. And then what we're shoving in our gob. Eat the healthy fats to build the nerve tissue and the hormones. And of course, the gold medal winner is bagging yourself some um, good sleep, golden rest. Like those are the true ways to calm your nervous system down. We should be doing these every day, especially right now. So here's a question. What if we approach this season differently? Yes, I know firsthand that old patterns and habits, they're challenging to break, aren't they? We tend to go on autopilot this time of year. But what if this December we went about it in a new way? What if at regular points of the day you checked in with yourself and you asked yourself how you are feeling? 
take some of the ways I've just mentioned and use them to improve your mood. How about setting a calendar or phone alert to remind you at certain points of the day to check in with yourself? Try to intentionally choose what you need right now. And I'm telling you now, it's not that bag of crisps you think it is, I promise. Take 10 minutes for yourself and give yourself what you need. Debbie Edward always uses her beautiful prompt of how can I love myself more deeply right now? It's it's regularly, like every two hours, have an alarm go off. Gentle sounding an alarm. An alarm goes off and you're asking, what do you need right now? Are you so tired that you could do with a little 20 minute nap? Are you feeling stagnant? So a burst of fresh air or a walk, that's going to hit the spot. Are you feeling pissed off? Then take 10 minutes to break away and do something you love and that brings you joy. Are you feeling disconnected and you need a hug, some contact or to feel the weight of a blanket draped around your shoulders? Something to soothe and help release that tense jaw. Why not give yourself the gift of meeting your own needs for once? Surely it's worth a go. You have absolutely nothing to lose. It doesn't need to cost you anything. And for the parents listening to this, you know what? You get the opportunity to show the little eyes watching you how self-care, how self-compassion and how December days can be done right. So have a go. Let me know how you get on. I really hope these solo sessions can help you remember to put yourself first, to look after yourself, to stop ploughing on through Christmas, depleting yourself more and more each week. They are never intended as medical advice, obviously. So if you are struggling, remember that you matter. And I'm a big cheerleader of anyone who seeks the help they, they need and deserve, tailored to their needs from a mental health professional. So I'm cheering you on from my end, okay? So have a little think. Let me know how you get on. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Take care. Mwah.